me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it. Because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hey, Dave here from DC On Screen. If you're following us on Facebook, you might have seen us posting our work that has been sent to fans. This was sent to fans of DC On Screen as part of a promotion. How can you get your own artwork? Simply go over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave us good ratings or reviews. Or, you know, bad ones if you just gotta be a dick. And then email us at dconscreen at gmail.com. Tell us who you want us to draw, who you want to draw it, Dave or Jason, and leave us an address. If you like, you can send us pictures of yourself with the drawing after we send it, and uh, we'll post it to our Facebook page where you can tag yourself. This promotion ends March 31st, by the way. So you have to get those reviews in. Jason, do you have anything else to add? It's a little for a lot, Dave. It's a little for a lot. It is a little for a lot. We try so hard. We need your help. We're asking. Our humble offering. Humble. Like pie. (laughs) Anyway, man, settle back. Listen to a brand new episode of DC On Screen starting right the hell now. Welcome in to DC On Screen. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hi. And uh, we are talking about, in this episode, Arrow 416 Broken Hearts. Uh, By the way, this is the 140th episode of DC On Screen. So, small round of applause. Yay! (laughs) As small as I could get it. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Ah... I don't. I didn't enjoy Cupid as much as I remembered enjoying her. I enjoy her none. I know. I, I hate. I <laughs> just. I hate her so much. <laughs> I really. I, I did kind of laugh. I did kind of laugh when Theo went. Is Cupid stupid? But I, that was. Yeah. And it is. It's Kreisberg. I was trying to remember the other day, but yeah, it's Kreisberg that invented her, and I, I, I'm. Uh huh. I, I don't know, man. I haven't, I haven't actually seen her in any... Com- I've never read her in a comic. I have no idea. But maybe it's better there. But dear God. Dear God. I just hate her here so much. Just, like, stomach full of scenery. She's just bloated with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, do you yeah. have the feeling... Like, even watching... All right, when you do the Previously On Arrow segment of the show, I swear to God, by the end of Previously On, starting an episode of Arrow sometimes, I'm just fucking depressed. <laughs> they'll, show, they'll show me, like, what all's happened. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> This show's so mean to me. <laughs> Is that unfair? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, you knew with this episode they weren't going to pull any more punches. Like, they just, oh. Okay, well. And I, by so, the way, when I say that, I don't necessarily mean it's bad. I just mean that it's... It's so emotionally heavy that some of these episodes are hard to get through. And then sometimes when they do the previously on, they just gut punch you with all that stuff. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whew. 
Yeah. Uh, so can we just get this out of the way? Like, this is what I wrote down for the first island sequence. I wrote rabble, rabble, effed up village. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, here's, I had one note on the island, and that's because I realized I didn't have any notes on the island, so I just wrote, the island is still ridiculous. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. That's all I've got. It's weird. There's no reason for the island. It's weird. Um, oh, I take it back. I had one more note. I remember the, the island henchman down there, like, walking in, going, watch out, it could be a trap. Hey, look, a shiny thing. Traps are fun. <laughs> Dude. Uh. B-team's right in the island, right, guys? Yeah, I I my I have three notes on the island. Rabble, rabble, effed up village. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a trap. I come from a village full of exposition. And islands worthless. Uh, island flashbacks worthless is what I. Remember. They're just they're just insane. Still, <laughs> I actually just put like a little ISL by all the island flashbacks. <laughs> oh God! By by all my notes on the flashbacks. Right here, the flashbacks have have suffered the worst since season one. Barring nothing. Yeah. yeah. They went from being the coolest thing about the show to the most regrettable thing about the show. Oh, not the most regrettable, but... No, at this point, I would rather see someone lie to someone else than see that damned island. That's where we've gotten with the island this, this particular season. Yeah. They just they just keep dragging it. And they're, they're, they're giving it almost no screen time, so it's not like it affects the show that much for me when I'm enjoying it. But Because there's only like three or five minutes worth or something. But, man, get to the point, guys. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, I had a note. I had a, a suggestion for Felicity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just stop talking for like a few weeks. Just, mm-hmm. just like for the next two or three weeks. Just literally. Shh. I mean, you're watching that first scene where they're going, "Oh, honey, oh, honey, stop, 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 stop saying words. Stop saying words with your mouth." Yeah, they've. I don't know. They just turned her into a complete bitch this episode. She got a little, a little snippy on him. Yeah, she needs to pull it, pull it in a little bit. Get the. I mean, I I realize she's hurting too, and she's just hurting in her own way, and she's like, she's a a mouthy character anyway. Like, it's why we love her normally is she's mouthy and she's got quips and all that. Just right now, you're putting it right next to to Oliver, which I don't know if it's just because I'm a guy or what, but maybe that's why I'm just like feeling his side more than hers. I don't know, but man, I just wanted uh, to hug the dude the whole episode. I just wanted to hug him. I uh, I don't know no I'm well I. Felicity, well, the way they portrayed Felicity here was a betrayal of her character, because I don't think she would be that way. I don't know. She's never really been that bitchy. Even when she was hurt, she was just kind of, I mean, she understands that she's got a job to do here with the team, and if she wants to keep doing that, then she should shut the hell up. Yeah, I, I kept expecting... And maybe, maybe awkwardly say something. Awkwardly say something no, accidentally. The only thing is I expected Oliver at some point, and I, right now Oliver's just so damn hurt that he doesn't have... I don't think he has it in him to say it, but you, I kept wanting him to say, like, Felicity. Okay, the the sideways comments at work, like when we're in the in the, in the the cave down here, we gotta cut that out, babe. I'm sorry. It's just, we can't, no. We'll talk mm-hmm. later. You can you can dress me up and down for whatever. Like, we can do all the you lied and I'll never forgive you later. But we're trying to do something here. I don't know. Hell, I expected, like, Diggle is the one I really expected to pull her aside and go like, Hey, man, that's pretty distracting. Yeah. You realize we do, like, a life and death thing here. We don't need to be worrying about you and Oliver while we're down here. Right. I don't know. I just, I, I, <laughs> dude, he just, he, I wanted to pick him up and take him home like some kind of rescue animal. F- uh. Felt so bad for Oliver. I didn't feel bad for him. I don't. I. I don't. I don't, ever feel I don't know. Bad I mean, I, I've I've done kind of what he was trying to do in this episode. Like it's it's over. You don't want to admit it's over, kind of thing. And you know, you're even trying to like put on a brave face and just kind of work through it, like left foot, right foot, kind of stuff. And yeah, it 
It just, mm-hmm. it, yeah, sucks. <laughs> just straight up sucks. Yeah, yeah, it does. So, um, that's why I'm saying I'm, it might be the guy I'm, in me that I, I just related more to him in this in this particular argument, I guess. Well, I as an audience member, I am so over Elicity. Like, I don't want it to come back. I don't want them to to, to make up. I don't want them to do anything. Like, oh, understand? Like, no, this is the, this is it. Please let this be it. Please let this be. I was be fine. It. I mean, I loved Elicity. They were cute. They were adorable. Um. And then once they started going downhill, and here's the problem. Here's why I'm not really mad at Felicity. Like I'm not. I'm not even willing to go so far as bitchy by any stretch. Like she's she's certain too, man. Like he did. He he chose to lie. Yeah, absolutely. To her. She, he 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 yeah, fucked he up. Well, yeah. That's why. That's one of the reasons I don't really have anything for him there. I'm like, <laughs> no, that's eh. the same thing. It's like it, I've been in the same situation and I fucked up. Like I I totally get it. He's he feels bad. and I get that. It's just um man. Like he. She's like I said, she's hurting too, and yeah. that she wants to do the right thing. She wants to be able to be brave too, and come down and work. And she's just not handling it as well. And he's better at being quiet. I'm sure he might have all kinds of snippy little comments. He might be thinking because mm-hmm. no matter how depressed you are, there's going to be a, a little bit of anger at yourself at least for letting something get that far out of hand. But man, he's mm-hmm. he's a lot better at being quiet. That's what it amounts to. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, though, at the end of the episode, you know, after they have their little fake wedding. Yeah. And, uh, Great said speeches, all those... by the way. Yeah. But I admit this, if this things. episode had aired one month ago, like, or six weeks ago, like, right around Valentine's Day, I would have thrown up in the middle of it. I would have absolutely, like, thrown up on my screen. It would have been way, way too much. Wow. Okay. I... Come on, right in the middle of Valentine's Day, you do the speeches about love. That would have just been... I don't really pay attention to what days are around me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just don't. Screw you, Easter. <laughs> it's well written, it's well written. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Um, no, I mean, it was really well written. It just occurred to me while I was listening to the speeches, like, you know what? That would be way too much for me <laughs> if it was just a few weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, but after all that, like, Oliver's like, oh, yeah. And I'm sure the audience did, too. Like, a lot of the, oh, the, yeah, okay, good, yeah, let's let's remember why we love each other, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But Felicity makes a good point after that. She's like, Oliver will keep lying, and he will. If it comes down to it again, he'll lie again. No. Because that's who Oliver is. When when she's, when they're having the last conversation there at the, um, at the office, I'll call it. I don't forget what we're actually supposed yeah. to call it. Yeah, the, she's right. She's absolutely right. Something will happen. Because there's just too much mm-hmm. going on in their environment, something will eventually happen where he'll have to he'll have to make that choice. And so help me God, because they're on Arrow, it'll be the choice that he's made. He's, he'll do it to protect her. Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta admit, yeah, if there's a reason I don't want Elicity back, it's that because eventually it'll come down to yeah. that, and we'll just have to watch them break up again. Yeah, I'm tired of watching them break, make up and break up. I'm ready for them to be done now. I don't, I have no more interest in Elicity. I'm sorry, fangirls, all over the internet, fan fan boys, man. <laughs> There's no, well, there's no, no gender, race, or sex, or any, of any kind that didn't not, think this was an adorable couple. Aliens thought this was hey, an adorable you couple. You know what? You know what? Right. I don't see anyone freaking out about Elicity except for girls on Tumblr. So I apologize. I, I, I think it's another case of men just being better at being silent about things that hurt them. <laughs> 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 We're all whimpering on the inside, too. <laughs> just... That might be true, but I don't, I don't, I always thought it was kind of a bad idea. Even, even though I wanted it to happen, I thought it was a bad idea. Like, uh, cause they're not, the Arrow writers aren't going to let this actually be a thing. Well, it either needs to be a thing and she needs to be okay with the fact that every now and then something will happen that he'll, he'll need to leave her out of. And you know, don't get me wrong. There are, (laughs) there are limits like, Hey, I'm going to send off my son. 
that's well beyond the limit. I mean, but if she's, yeah. but if you're going to draw the line much further, like, hey, I couldn't tell you about this aspect of the case we're working on because you need to work on this, and if you had known about this, blah 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 blah. Okay, like because it's that kind of show, man. I mean, that if that's where it is, that's fine. Also, though, on the other hand, like, how many other things does Oliver really have that he can lie to her about at this point? She knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's got a fucking evil twin somewhere, Thomas Leave Elliot it to and his the background Arrow Riders. Somewhere. Leave it to the Arrow Riders; they'll figure out a new thing. Yeah, but I would. I thought it would be funny if that's how they got. They eventually get back together. Is that he's just like seriously? How many more things can I lie to you about? Like I don't have anything else. <laughs> like you've true. got the you whole have. book. You've got it. Read it. Yeah. <laughs> I want a scene where they like get back together under stipula- certain stipulations, and then we just cut back to like. Felicity going through the phone book and being like, her? Yeah. Her? Yeah. Her? Yeah. Her? Yeah. Him? No. <clears throat> but he tried. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> her? No. Her? Wait, wait. No, when you said the second name, I remembered. You remember the first? Yeah, both. That was a twofer. Sorry, I was co- I was combining them. Sorry. <laughs> Just I- didn't remember the first girl till you mentioned the second one. But in context, yeah, that was a busy night. <laughs> So I'm officially off off the Elicity train. I I don't not that I was ever completely on board it. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Really Let me put it this way though. I, on the other hand, the show gave me something that I really enjoyed. And now they're making me have feelings about a thing once they've taken it away. That's technically a good show. That's that's good writing when you uh, really get down to it. Maybe just I don't like how they got there though. Unfortunately, I don't enjoy the part where you've ripped the rug out from under me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see what else we got. Uh... Uh, I got something. Sure. So Laurel totally did not ruin this episode. No, she's way better as a lawyer. Like like lawyer Laurel. I'm surprised I made it through those words. Is fantastic. Right. Really. Like Laurel and Lance. Yeah. This episode. Fine. Uh No, I dug I Lance know. too. Doug Lance too. I was mostly I was mostly okay with Quentin, except for when he goes. Because that way I get to say on record how much I love my baby girl. Oh, yeah. I, I cringed at the baby girl thing because, you know, that's just classical conditioning at this point. Also, what what was Damien Dark saying his name was? Vendor? <laughs> I thought so. I kept giggling every time they said Vendor, though. Yeah, okay. So, I thought that's what they were saying, though. Like... I don't know how many times they actually used it. It was at least three, uh-huh. but like people on the stand kept going dark or vendor, whatever he wants to call himself. Right. Like almost that exact line. It was like they just kept forgetting to take the other iterations out of the script. Yeah. <laughs> no one was checking for repetition. I, you know, there's uh, probably not someone on the staff of Arrow that checks for repetition. So this shouldn't be breaking new ground for you to, to learn there about is, that. There is, but they fall asleep halfway through the script. Right. <laughs> Oh, I have here uh, written down, uh, Cupid is an emo assassin like a Tumblr kid who learned a skill. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Seriously. Oh, and I had another note that has very little to do with anything that's really in the episode, but when the hell is Cisco going to finish Diggle's helmet? I know. I actually wrote that down. Dig still has that shitty helmet right there. uh... (laughs) Dude, Cisco's normally a lot faster. Even with Zoom on board, Cisco's normally faster than this. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Let me ask you this. When the hell did the, did Diggle help Thea buy a bunch of Coke? I have no idea what they're talking about. I don't remember that at all. Was that like some season one I shit, maybe? I have no idea. 
I I didn't. I don't remember any of that. I'm sorry, man. I, we're we're into the fourth season. I've obviously forgotten what the hell they were talking about. It it's it seemed to be canon. The show was very sure of itself. Yeah, but I don't remember it to say more. Dark looked very very like oh you didn't know I knew about yeah, that I did you? <laughs> and I'm like I didn't know about that and I've watched every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here longer than you, Dark. I didn't know about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with his wedding ring, by the way? What do you mean? The, the wedding ring at the end. It's very. Uh, it's, a, it's a big deal that he has it, and he hid it, and he got it on his finger. Like, what's he gonna do with the wedding ring? I'm. I'm still. I don't. I don't know what's okay. going on with that. I'm assuming for show purposes. We're doing headcanon here, right? Uh, well, kind of, and also, well, okay. Look, okay. Here's the thing. I'm assuming it's gonna be some sort of magic thing that he gets slipped because you're not allowed to have jewelry in prison. No, no, you're not. And the guy who plays Damien Dark is like a devout Catholic and refuses to not have his wedding ring on, his real life wedding ring. He actually also refuses to like kiss a woman, like even if even if he's playing her husband in a show, he refuses to have any kind of ki- kissing or sex scenes or any of that kind of stuff. Okay, so Neil McDonough. It's a little weird that he's. Uh, yeah, it's a little weird that he's decided to play a guy who relies on black magic and shit. But whatever. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, his... Because, I mean, you know, Deuteronomy. But, <laughs> hey, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I'm assuming that he had to have the ring on and refused to take it off, so they kind of... They incorporated it. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. That really does. I'll tell you, though, I, and look, just tell me if... Uh, uh, maybe it's just something I've just finally noticed. All right, we're in a, we're in a wedding dress warehouse, right? right. Yeah. Now a wedding dress... Uh, uh, I know it's a warehouse... But it's still a warehouse full of fucking wedding dresses. So, uh-huh. and this is a note about the show in general. Why does every fucking set in this show have to look like it was designed by Tim Burton's personal nightmares? <laughs> Everything here is just soured by something. Like there's just wedding dresses everywhere, and it still looks like the most depressing room in the world. Um, because if it looked really nice, it would be kind of tough to hear that. <laughs> Just, just one happy room to break up the monotony every now and then. Just that's that's all. That's all. That's it. That's all I need. I don't know. You go over to Netflix and watch Daredevil. Everything looks like it's soaked in piss. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, fantastic show, but everything looks like it's soaked in piss. Everything. But and but Daredevil embraces that tone and really goes for it. And Arrow sometimes, you know, it's it's a CW show. They've got they're trying to balance a lot of plates and a lot of people's a lot of demographics and their interests. Just my particular interest is just every now and then, man. Just give me like a bright, pretty room with something nice happening in it, and don't fucking rip it away from me. Once in a while, just once in a while. <laughs> Not asking too much. Or if you can't do that, at least get Echo Kellum involved more. There we go. That's a good one. Yeah, bring in Echo Kellum. Keep the depression. He'd make the wedding dresses funny. Right. <laughs> Oh man, he'd make it a is, wedding dress that lifts all the appropriate places. It more is. Efficiently. Yeah, I just man. When I go back and watch, like I can't watch every night. I don't have like my my weeks aren't designed with the ability to come back and watch a show every night. Um, so I I generally watch like a few, like especially this week we had five. So I had one night where I watched three episodes of or three shows, and one night where I watched two. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what I do with my Friday nights at this point: is sit down and watch all these shows. Um, I'm probably not alone either. But, man, like, I will watch them generally in the order they aired. I don't know. Like, there's nothing to that other than just kind of habit, like compulsive habit. Mm -hmm. But it is really difficult sometimes to, like, I'll go watch The Flash, and then I go to, like, I go to hit up Arrow, and you have to take a deep breath sometimes, man. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's so heavy. It can be heavy. Yeah, yeah. I suppose I'm done griping about that. This was just a very heavy <laughs> episode, so it was, it was just, it was not because it was a bad show by any stretch. I actually thought it was a fine episode. It just, it was a drag to watch them have these emotions. <gasps> mm-hmm. So it gets a little weird with Arrow because it's like. What might uh, yeah. what Matt call it? Sluggish, sloggy. <laughs> it's a slog. It's uh, a slog. I don't think he actually called it. I think he questioned the the, the definition of the word slog, mm. but <laughs> when I said it, but ah, uh, yeah, like uh, gosh, I mean, look, man, we uh, we but we gave a positive review to Batman vs Superman, which uh, critics are you know complaining is you know uh, joyless and grim dark and etc etc that's fine i i i'm okay with that especially when it's batman versus superman and you know the the writer has already told me like look man this is the empire strikes back of the of a, of a trilogy okay cool. yeah shit's gonna get weird cool. here cool things gonna get real real dark okay i can bear with you mm-hmm. we're talking about four seasons of a show at, at this point where these characters have barely had a moment of laughter <laughs> i could do two and a half hour movie all day Four seasons of a show where it's just like, they're not even allowing them to have logical reasons for this anymore. It's just blatant out and out, like, here's a new issue, and I lied to protect you. Here's a new issue, and I lied to protect you. Well, now we can't be together because you lied. Yeah. Well, there are people that have had uh, problems with that, with what Arrow's doing, because it's gotten, I to me, honestly, the villains have gotten better and better, and better every season, I, I feel. In Arrow, yes. Um... It, like their big bad for the season, I think has has really upped its game every time, culminating so far in mm-hmm. Dark, which was uh, he was delightful. But they um, something that some people have uh, complained about is the fact that he came back to save the city in episode one, and it's episode four, what sixteen, seventeen, uh-huh. and he had like you. If I was giving you a progress bar for how much of the city he saved, where would you put it? A little what he, further what has he back. Done? A little further behind where he was <laughs> and in season where he one. started. Yeah. I mean, it, it, he hasn't seemed to accomplish any damn thing. Well, look, the, 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 those people are wrong, and here's why. Mm-hmm. The point is never and has never been about saving Star or Starling City. The point is about saving himself, redeeming himself through the mission, through the uh, through the journey, not necessarily the, the destination. Now, well, where that the show was has one failed. Of the, that's one of the problems people had with Elicity, though, is he finally was happy, and they kind of went, well, why isn't that like a series finale? Yeah. Where the show has failed is that they will not let Oliver redeem himself. He just becomes, he, he keeps being a lying son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. They might Pretty. be giving him good reasons for it, but they're not letting him be happy. They're not letting him become like a, a, you know, a brighter person by any stretch. I mean, the Green Arrow I know is a jokey, sarcastic son of a bitch. Right. This guy can barely crack a smile. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I was I was only half joking when I got told, we were watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer and I'm like, oh my God, Stephen Amell can smile? <laughs> yeah. Because if I hadn't seen him volunt- on social media, I wouldn't believe it. Right. We didn't. By the way, we didn't voluntarily watch that trailer. It was uh, before Batman vs Superman. We were so. subjected to it. <laughs> it was thrust upon us. Right. Um. <laughs> I don't care how many classic characters you use from my childhood, Michael Bay. I will not trust you with this franchise. Yes, I was happy so, to see Casey in theory. Yeah. Yeah. Only in theory. <laughs> in practice. Eh. Um. So yeah. I don't know. Apparently, I do like Cupid sometimes. Like, I did write down here at the top of the page, Cupid awesome. Then yeah. later, I'm, com- I'm complaining about Cupid, so I don't know. Today, I'm not feeling her. An emotional <laughs> roller coaster. Um, I couldn't deal with her. She's, she's way too over the top for me. 
I don't even think her li- I, I Here's the problem. I don't even think her lines are bad. So it's uh, to me, it's got to be the direction or the the actress. Actress. Yeah, it's got to be one of those two to me. I think it's you, the if actress. you show me just her dialogue, I'll be like, yeah, this looks great. Send it on. I think it's the actress, honestly. I'm not sure. I, I don't. I've never seen her in anything, to my knowledge, so I can't compare. Mm. I don't know what she's capable of. No idea. Don't know what I'm dealing with here. I think I wrote that when she shot both of the 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 man and the woman with two arrows at the same time. Right. I'm pretty sure that's what I, why I wrote that. Because that was badass. Sure. <laughs> I mean, that was. Uh, but then she uh, gets shot by the same arrow type two times in a row. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Quentin being, uh, getting on the stand? I dug it. And I dug his reasoning. I did, too. Um, and I, I, ju- I really dug the judge's like outline of his reasoning. Like This guy just torched his entire... Like, he, he says, like, I, yeah. I just put a match to my career, not to mention my life. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well done, show. Let's acknowledge the fact that he's done. And, you know, the lieutenant guy comes and takes his gun. He's like, That's, yeah. know, no worries, truly. Like, he, he is absolutely 100% on, uh, aware and on board with what he's doing. That's that's pretty cool. Also, mm-hmm. just having Lance, like, back, like, he's in, he's on Team Arrow now. That's kind of, I like that. Yeah, I do too. I actually wrote down, I love Quentin and Ollie working together. Yeah, and there there's no, like, problem. There's no backstory with those two right now. They're just, have, they're just like, working together, and that's that's all there is to it. Uh, yeah, teamwork. And I maybe. feel like I can't. I cannot deny the fact that, like, okay, look, you've got an, a, a big pending investigation. Uh, they're they're probably gonna take away. They've already taken away your badge and your gun. Right. Uh, you're working with 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 Oliver, not having an issue with him. You're all criminals. And I did like Laurel pointing that out too. Like, <laughs> at some point, she kind of points out, like, well, yeah, you can all testify and then go to jail forever. Right. Um. I think Quentin's going to be the one that dies. Maybe. Yeah, they did. They have stripped him down, haven't they? Mm-hmm. does lean in that direction. We haven't seen anything out of Mama Smoke for a second. She'll be back to yeah. consult with her daughter about this recent choice of leaving Oliver. Mm-hmm. She'll be back. Because she, she's been Team Molly, all, you know, Team Melicity the whole time, so. Yeah. And they'll probably do that thing where, like, she's like, is it because he's the arrow? <laughs> and she's like, how did you know? Oh, I'm not that stupid. Uh... <laughs> Now, if they if if she says like how did how did you know and if if she actually responds like I watched his I watched that like announcement he made months ago like no one's that stupid you were really well lit half the city knows like it's just pretty much anyone anyone who watched it no one cares though <laughs> yeah we're just all happy you're doing your thing no one's trying to like no one's giving you any shit man go stop bad guys right I tell you uh, uh, I'm about done but I've got one one more line that I really liked mm-hmm. um just because it, it was a good line uh. Diggle's on the stand, and he says, you watched me swear an oath. And the uh, the, the Lari just turns and kind of sighs, and then I watched you break it. I really mm-hmm. like that little interchange. I did, too. Damn good retort. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But then he becomes... He was a good lawyer for most of the episode, and then he becomes a really bad lawyer. Because, like, mm. at some point... <laughs> Quentin just starts saying whatever the, whatever the hell he feels like saying. You know, a, a lawyer has... Absolutely has... Unless you've asked him the question, they can shut you down. Like, they can absolutely shut you down. He just kind of stands there and waits for his case to fall apart, though. Hmm. He probably thought, no, whatever this guy says is gonna is gonna damn him even more. He's just gonna wait for him to incriminate himself further, and never quite happened. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, damn, wasn't betting on Lance actually having a damn good speech up his sleeve. Fuck. Well, Fuck. also, if you're in the middle of something <laughs> like that, like Lance hurt felt. Lance seemed like he was in the middle of a damn good speech. You know, like he had some actually actual things to say. I would think that's the, the perfect could, the opportunity shut, to, to shut him down, though. Like, oh, yeah, oh, oh but, he's ramping up. But, yeah, but the judge could be like, no, I want to hear this. Oh, she can, especially <laughs> yeah. on TV. 
and especially on TV, absolutely, which will make you know <laughs> that lawyer look really petty, and the judge will be like, "I don't like you now. I'm going right. to judge for the other people." Right. And you got to be careful when you're a lawyer on TV. Because <laughs> there are consequences it's rough for, It is. There's there are issues, man. You got to. Right. I don't know how real court of law works. I really don't. I I know very little. Some. Very little, though. Enough to know, though, that he could have shut her down if he wanted to. Or him down. Yeah, Sorry. well. It's a good speech. Even that even that lawyer likes a, likes a good show. <laughs> I would like to think it was just... Plain and simple, the lawyer was so damn engaged with what he was saying that he couldn't even, couldn't even, didn't even occur to him he could stop him. Mm-hmm. Beating That'd himself be, up later going, said, God. I wouldn't mind Arrow just becoming a courtroom drama for a couple episodes. No, if it fixes Laurel as thoroughly as it seems to have fixed her right now, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, well, let me put it this way. There are two versions of Laurel that I like right now. One, Lawyer Laurel. Two, Black Canary Laurel. Anything in between mm-hmm. where she's having a personal issue of any kind seems to go poorly. Yeah. As soon as they let her have emotions, it's over. Mm-hmm. It is a little bit. I mean, like, she, she, I think she does a great job in the costume, though. And But when she's emotional on Flash, she's good. I know, that was weird. It's it, the weirdest damn thing. Apparently she's just better at showing happier emotions, which you get to do on Flash. Yeah. She does. She has mm. a great little smile. I bet, like, when she's actually been having a good time on the show, I've, I've enjoyed her. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> you are DC on screen. You can find every episode at dconscreen.com. We'll be back in a couple of days with a news episode. We're going to get into all the nitty-gritty on, oh, Batman vs. Superman reviews and what kind of money they're bringing in right now and God. the sad Affleck viral thing. Mint. And well, We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff, man. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to go be stuff. very confused again on air. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> you can find every episode at dconscreen.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Go check us out, man. Uh, go subscribe. It really, it really helps us out if you guys are just downloading everything we do. Um, write <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, in and let you know. Uh, let us know what uh, what you thought about the episodes and and what you thought about our opinions. And call us out on our bullshit if you like. It'll be fun. We don't hate. Um, <laughs> Normally. Normally, well, actually, normally we're assholes, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, we are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com. If you'd like a similar podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, go check out our buddies Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, MCUCast.com for those cats. Until next time, guys. Please, keep some DC on your screen. Go check out Batman vs. Superman. I swear it's not as bad as the critics are saying. It's I so good. I swear it's not. Like, it's <laughs> just... I, I don't even want to qualify it as like, yeah, we've got our problems, but no, I really don't have that many problems. Yeah, here's... here's You know, I follow a lot of... Uh, I follow a lot of, like, Arrow, Flash, and, and Supergirl, and, and all the... And, and Batman vs. Superman, and all these different people on, uh, on Twitter and Tumblr. The fans are loving it. Yeah. Can't speak for the critics. They hate it. It's all over the internet. But the fans are digging it. So go see it. Go make sure we get another one. That's all I'm saying. There you go. Um, Keep some DC on your screen and make that DC Batman vs. Superman, guys. 
Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th.